For marketing agencies and social media managers looking to prove the value of their work, I've got something special for you. Agora Pulse is not only Social Media Examiner's tool of choice as an all-in-one social media management tool, it also allows you to track the traffic, conversion, and revenue from every social post, comment, and private message. Learn how to prove your social media ROI with a free training or a free trial by visiting agorapulse.com SME today. Again, agorapulse.com SME. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Podcast, helping you navigate the social media jungle. And now, here is your host, Michael Stelzner. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Social Media Marketing Podcast, brought to you by socialmediaexaminer.com. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner, and this is the show for marketers and business owners who want to know what works with social media. I'm super excited about today's show. I'll be joined by Stephanie Liu, and we'll explore how to get more engagement with Facebook Live. There is a gold mine of ideas here, things I've never heard before that I think you're going to love. If you want to reach me, email podcast at socialmediaexaminer.com. And let's now transition over to this week's brand new discovery. Helping you stay alive in the social jungle. Here is this week's survival tip. Today I'm joined by Eric Fisher with a brand new discovery. What'd you find, Eric? I found a really cool tool for iOS and Android to get you started if you're stuck in a rut with your Instagram posts. It's called Post Muse. Tell me more. Okay, so Post Muse, what it does is it's going to jumpstart, kickstart your creativity. It's like a lot of those Instagram image editing apps where it's got all the tips and tricks and tools inside it, you know, photo filters, uh, text photo type stuff with all the different fonts and everything like that. But what really sets this one apart is the ability to go right in and have all these different pre-made templates already there at your disposal for your own inspiration. Okay, give us an example. So for example, uh, there's a ton of different images in there already from uh, a a tool called Unsplash. That is something we've actually previously covered as a tool where you get, you know, the copyright free or the free to use uh, photos, I should say. And then there's different ways that they've got them set up. There's different... um, text overlays, different filters, different things like that. So it's already these kind of pre-made, ooh, I like the way that looks, but I don't need that image. Let me swap my own in type of templates, which gets you started. So it's it's specifically for Instagram or Instagram stories or, uh, you know, give me more on that just so I understand. Yeah. So it's actually not just for Instagram. I mean, you can create images in here and then save them out and use them elsewhere. And it's not just for Instagram posts. You could use them for stories because you can, again, create these images or overlays, different things like that, and create these images that are you know more vertically based and use those in your stories as well. Got it. Okay. Um, anything else we need to know about the app? No, it, I, again, it's really just a quick and easy, one of those ones you really want to add to your tool belt. It's great that it's for iPhone and for Android, and it's easy to find. All you need to do is go to postmuseapp.com, and I'll spell that. It's post, P-O-S-T, muse, M-U-S-E. Is it free? App, and it is free. Awesome. Thank you, Eric. You're welcome. 
AI has been a massive disruptive force over the past year. That's why we're excited to announce our brand new show, Introducing AI Explored. It's a weekly show hosted by me, Michael Stelzner. If you want to understand how to put AI to work, this is the show for you. Each week, we'll dive deep into using AI to your advantage. We're talking the practical, tactical stuff that I know you're probably craving. Search for AI Explored on your favorite podcast app, and happy listening. And now for this week's interview with Stephanie Liu. Helping you to simplify your social safari. Here is this week's expert guide. Today, I'm very excited to be joined by Stephanie Liu. If you don't know who Stephanie is, she is a live video expert and social media consultant. She's also host of a Facebook Live show called Lights Camera Live, focused on helping businesses succeed with live video. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Hey, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. So today, Stephanie and I are going to focus on how to get more engagement using Facebook Live. And before we get into all that fun stuff, I'd love to hear your backstory. How did you get into live video, Stephanie? Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, I'm an ad agency veteran, right? So I've been in the ad agency world for like the past decade and a half. And when I decided to break out and go on my own, I wanted to label myself as a social media strategist. Mm. And as you're probably pretty familiar, there's a lot of people out there that call themselves a social media strategist. And I really wanted to break out of the sea of sameness and stand out from the rest of the crowd. So I decided the best way to do that was to do live video. And so I hopped in front of the camera. I started messing around with OBS Studio. And lo and behold, Facebook Live was my number one referral in gaining new clients. So that's how I fell into live video. So what year was that that you started messing around with OBS? Oh, God. Oh, 2016, two years ago? Got it. So that's when Periscope was a big deal. Um, and that's when Facebook Live if I'm not mistaken, was just rolling out for the masses. Is that right? Does that seem it about was, right? Yeah, it was just rolling out. It was completely brand new. And it was one of those things where I just wanted to be an early adopter just to get out there and separate myself from the pack. So tell us more. What happened? Well, what happened was that one of my good friends, Claudia Sandoval, um, you might know her. She is the MasterChef season six winner, Chef Claudia Sandoval. Um, and what had happened is she was working with T-Mobile and MasterChef and they wanted her to do a Facebook Live, right? They wanted her to promote their new Tuesday Tuesday app. And the way to get people into the app, they wanted her to do her first Facebook Live. Hmm. And since I was popping up in her newsfeed, Mike, she was like, you, I want you. I want you to help me figure this out. So she was just someone who happened to discover you is what you're saying? Or no, were you, she, she or you guys actually friends? We were, we've always been friends. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, but when she got the phone call from T-Mobile saying, we want you to do a live video, she was like, oh crap, how, you know, how do I do this? <laughs> so what did you tell us more? What happened? So what happened was I was like, okay, well, you know, we're going to go ahead and do this. We're going to do this low tech. We're just going to use my regular iPhone six, nothing fancy. We're going to have one ring light. We'll have someone that's going to be manning the actual Facebook live stream. And we have this whole entire strategy for us to generate buzz before we went live, a game plan for what we're going to do to keep people engaged during the broadcast and after the broadcast, what we were going to do to keep people top of mind and tip of tongue about the T-Mobile Tuesdays app. And how did it work out? 
It was amazing. Listen, the cool thing about this was that when we hit the go live button at the start of it, we already had 843 peak live viewers. It was insane. I've never seen that many people on a live video, right? And what had happened was that at the end of the broadcast, Mike, honestly, this blew me away. 1.5 million people came into that T into that Tuesday T-Mobile app right after the broadcast. And as a matter of fact, we had about 178,000 downloads of Chef Claudia's Master Chef Cookbook at the end of it. And it was how, insane. And how long was the th- half an hour, 10 minutes? How long did she go live for? Oh my God. Okay. That's the funny part. So the broadcast actually went live for about a good hour and a half. Oh, wow. The funny thing is that the broadcast was her showing off how she made her famous Tres Leches cake that made Chef Gordon Ramsay go, like, oh my goodness. Huh. Right. And we didn't think about that because this was before like having a gimbal and holding it. So we actually, we were holding the iPhone six for like a good hour and a half. Like, let's make this work. You were holding <laughs> it by your hands. You didn't even have a little tripod or anything. Didn't even have a tripod. Cause she was moving around the kitchen, right? Oh like she was gosh. mixing the batter, putting the, Oh, got on, it. So put- you were like the mobile, somebody like you or someone else was like the mobile cameraman using the iPhone basically. Yep. That's yep. cool. So fast forward to today. What are you doing now? These days, I'm helping my clients build their brand and their bottom line with live video. So whether it's launching their own Facebook live show or incorporating live video into their events, that's definitely where I come in and help out clients. Perfect. Now, I know for a fact that there's plenty of people listening right now that are not focusing on Facebook Live. So why today uh, should we be considering Facebook Live? Talk to us. Okay. Well, You've talked about this a lot too, about how there's the Facebook ad, you know, the algo apocalypse at this point, right? right and right. how organic reach is dying basically at this point. For those of you that are interested in really hitting the ground running with Facebook, listen up. Facebook video, especially live video, gets about 10 times the higher reach compared to any other type of content that's being shared on Facebook. Not only that, if you want to get the interactions and keep your brand top of mind and tip of tongue, Listen, live video averages about six times as many interactions as any other regular video if you were to upload pre-recorded video to Facebook. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, and I I, uh, I can speak from our experience because we do we go live multiple times a week at Social Media Examiner. And yeah. it's absolutely true. Reach is higher. Engagement is higher. There is something exciting to it. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg did say back in early 2018 that meaningful engagement is the future of Facebook. And this is a way that you can do that, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I also know that you've seen some stuff coming from Facebook that we should also be knowing about on this live video producer thing. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Oh, my God. Okay, so this was one of my highlights from this year's Facebook FA conference. If you guys don't know what that is, it's basically the Facebook developer conference that happens up um, up in San Jose, usually around March. And uh, it's the perfect opportunity, Mike. Honestly, if you ever wanted to talk to any of the lead product developers at Facebook, that's the conference to go to. So I was dead set on talking to someone in particular that worked on Facebook Live. And when I found him, I realized that they're actually going to be putting out a new product called Facebook Live Producer. Now, for someone like you and I who are so used to live streaming with third-party platforms, like let's say OBS Studio, Ecamm, or BeLive, this Facebook Live producer does all of that and then some. It's amazing. 
So it's a piece of software that Facebook is putting out or is it built into the web browser kind of a thing? Do you know anything about it? It's built into the web browser. It's everything in terms of if you wanted to bring a guest on, you could definitely go ahead and do that. If you wanted to do split screens, text overlays, it's at this point, it kind of puts like other platforms on notice. And I remember, gosh, I think it's been over a year since since, uh, there was leaks of this thing, um, you know, screenshots and stuff of this thing. And it looked really sophisticated back when I saw it. Um, And I'm excited if Facebook does come out with something like this, because first of all, generally speaking, when Facebook comes out with software or tools, they are almost always easier to use than the tools by the third party people. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And that's kind of exciting. Very, very exciting. So in summary, what I'm hearing you say is that they are working on some innovative tools. And maybe they'll be coming out soon. But in addition, the big, more important thing that marketers need to understand is that Facebook Live is the one way, the sure way to get in front of your audience more and get more engagement than alternatives. That's what I'm hearing you say. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. So now let's move into um, how to actually get more engagement. And I think you kind of hinted at some of this when you were sharing your chef story earlier. Yeah. But- you know, what I love about what you do is this whole pre-event concept. So talk to us, like, what ought we do before we go live in order to get some buzz going? Talk to us. Well, this is great because I treat any live streaming event as an actual online event. And so, yes, if you go live on Facebook, whoever's connected to your page, whoever's a fan will go ahead and get a notification. But Whenever that happens, sometimes you might be standing in the grocery line, maybe you're stuck in traffic and so you can't tune in. So the best thing that you can do for yourself to get engagement as soon as you hit that go live button is start getting getting people to talk about it beforehand. So what I had shared with you is the first thing that you want to do is set up a Facebook event. Create a Facebook event and let people know why they should be go ahead, why they should go ahead and tune into your broadcast, right? So I'll put a detailed description that says why, what, how, and what if. This is what we're talking about. This is why you want to tune in. These are three things that I'm going to show you on how to do it. And here's what's going to happen if you don't tune in, right? So I'm covering those four key areas in my detailed description. From there, if I have a guest, I'll invite them as a co-host. We'll go ahead and team up together, invite our family, our friends, our colleagues, and get people talking about the event a week in advance before we actually go live, right? And the cool thing about that is that during that Facebook event, I could go ahead and type a comment that says, hey, if anyone has any questions about Facebook Live, go ahead and drop your comments in the Facebook event. That way I could go ahead and raise those questions in the actual interview. And that's like the great way to start engaging people. They're like, oh, you know what? I've always had a question about the Facebook algorithm. I've always had a question about how to do this audio and so on and so forth, right? Yeah, and for those people that don't use events, like we use them for our event, Social Media Marketing World, and the event page has almost all the functions of a group. So it can have all sorts of threads. Um, Whenever the host uh, posts to it, there's typically notifications in the world uh, symbol thing. It's pretty powerful. But I I think one of the questions that I'm sure a lot of listeners are asking in their brain right now is, well, why would I want to create an event? Because then I have to promote from my page to the event. And doesn't that reduce my reach? Because when I go live on my page all my 
my fans who are already used to getting notifications when I go live will not be notified. Can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah. Okay. So usually whenever um, myself or my clients do a Facebook Live, we'll do a scheduled live broadcast. And the cool thing about that is that you get a scheduled permalink, right? You get this really great link that you could go ahead and drop into your email, your social media copy. But best of all, I could add it into the Facebook event. So normally what I do is we'll create the Facebook Facebook event a week before the actual live stream. The day before the actual Facebook Live, I'll go back into the event and say, hey, Mike, hey, everyone, we're about to go ahead and go live tomorrow. If you have any last minute questions, go ahead and drop them now. The day of the actual broadcast, that's where I'll go back into the event and I'll drop the link to the scheduled broadcast and say, hey, you guys, we're about to go live at the top of the hour. Here's the link again. Anytime, every single time that I'm actually engaging in that Facebook event, everyone that has RSVP is going to get a notification. Right. Got it. So, so just I'm, to be clear, just to be clear, you're not going live inside the event, which is an option. You're going live on your page, but you're sharing it into the event. Correct. And you're sharing it, you're scheduling it through a third-party tool, which allows you to schedule up to what, five days in advance or something like that? Seven so, days. Seven yeah. days. So you're sharing the link into the group and um, and that way you have the advantage of going live on your page and then you have all the advantage of the build-up buzz you've been doing inside the group. That's what I'm hearing you say, right? That's right. Fascinating. And any any insight on how many people in, that have been engaging inside that group typically do show up live? Because I know the alternative, you know, you just post it on your page a couple of days before you go live and there's hardly any interaction at all, right? But but you're creating kind of a big deal about this by creating an event. Do you find that that buildup actually does increase the likelihood people will watch live? Oh, absolutely. Or and what also happens is if they realize, oh, no, you know, something came up, they'll still engage with me in the actual event to say, can I catch the replay? That's another opportunity for me to jump in there and say, like, oh, of course, you could ask, you, you could watch the replay. Here's the link again. And then even after the, the Facebook Live has ended, if I do a blog post, I go back to the group and say, hey, everyone, if you still wanted to go ahead and catch the replay, here's the blog recap and the transcript. So I'm just nurturing that relationship throughout the entire pre-buzz during and after when you're sharing the link that's going to turn into a live video into the group are you commenting on that link to get some comments started before that video goes live do you understand oh absolutely yeah talk, yeah, 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 talk yeah. to us what do we what do we do there yeah so whenever you guys are creating a scheduled broadcast it's the it, the best thing that you can do is be the first one to leave a comment. You want to make it easier for people to know that if you want to engage with me, this is how you engage with me. So I generally leave a comment that says, if you're tuning in, let me know where you're watching from. It's an easy, easy icebreaker. Because then down the line, if someone says, hey, I'm tuning in from San Diego, I could say, hey, I'm from San Diego too. Have we met in real life? Interesting. And do you find that if there's quite a bit of engagement and back and forth comments before the actual live video that that seems to help with the live video once it goes live? Oh, absolutely. Cause then you'll have other people dropping in, you know, where they're tuning in from, they could have side conversations to say, Hey, I'm headed there next month for another conference, or they might just start asking questions. And then that one question can go ahead and turn into another question into another. And then you're now creating this sense of community around what the show is going to be about. Um, is there anything else you do to promote the Facebook event, quote unquote? Do you sometimes put money behind that? What's your thoughts? Sometimes I'll put money behind it. But honestly, if I uh, if I have a guest on the show, I'll put together some 
suggested promotional copy that they could use in across their social media or their email. Um, but generally, I don't usually put a lot of money behind the, the actual Facebook event. Are you ever promoting off of Facebook to the Facebook event in kind of preparation to kind oh. of prime the pump? pump? If so, what are you doing? Yeah, so I'm sending out emails. I'm getting people to to click on the actual Facebook event because that's where I'm going to have the social proof. If they notice that X amount of people have already RSVP'd, there's this there's this fear of missing out. So mm-hmm. they definitely want to go ahead and be a part of it. The other one that I love to use is chatbots. So I use a messenger bot to let my subscribers know, hey, there's a new event that's going to be popping in. Go ahead and click RSVP and subscribe. Or I'll just send you a new Facebook message that says, hey, we're live now. Click this button, click this link, and you'll automatically be tuning into our new episode. Elaborate a little bit on how you're using, how you're getting people into the bot. Sure. So it's pretty, it's an, such an easy setup to do. Um, I use ManyChat, M-A-N-Y, chat.com. And what I do is I'm using this growth comment tool. So I have this setup where if they leave the comment subscribe, on any of my live broadcasts, RoboStuff, right? My messenger bot, RoboStuff will come out and say, hey, Mike, thanks for RSVPing. I'll let you know as soon as we go live. As soon as I hit the go live button, my bot, RoboStuff, will come out and say, we're live, here's the link, and boom, I automatically have live viewers on air with me, so I'm not talking to an empty audience. So in this particular case, what I'm hearing you say is on the scheduled post, you're having many chat uh, you're telling people, hey, leave a comment um, and we'll notify you via messenger or something like that when we go live. And then yep. ManyChat, as soon as you go live, somehow triggers something and sends the message out? Correct. Is that all automated? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's the first time I ever set it up, right? I could say, hey, ManyChat, this is the actual post. If they leave the comment, the, the exact phrase, subscribe, Robo staff will go ahead and confirm their confirm their subscription. And then as soon as I go live, I have a broadcast message that goes out. So it's kind of like an email, but it's messenger. And then it says, okay, we're live. Click this button. And is that just pre-scheduled by you to be going live at the same time you're planning to go live? Or is that automated? Like somehow ManyChat knows the moment you go live? Oh, no, that's that's pretty much scheduled. Got it. Perfect. Okay, good. So all this pre-buzz stuff is very fascinating. And I venture to guess most listeners have never done anything like this. Um, Talk to us about live cross-posting and what it is and all that fun stuff and how that works. Because there are, I'm sure, people listening like me who happen to have more than one Facebook page. So what what can we do with cross-posting? How does that work? Sure. So if you're familiar with regular cross-posting, it's basically any video that you upload to Facebook, you can go ahead and have other people or other pages promote your content for you. With live cross-posting, this is something new that came out earlier this year. And what it does is it gives you the opportunity to do what's called like a blitz marketing campaign. What I can do is I could partner up with other pages or if I have other pages, I could link them to mine. And as soon as I go live, that live broadcast is going to go live on all those other pages at the same time. So just imagine you guys, just imagine if you were having a flash sale for like conference tickets, right? Or your price is going to increase, early birds and so on. You could have a blitz campaign saying, hey everyone, this is happening right now. Pay attention because everyone is buzzing about it. How do we actually do it? So 
That's easy as well. So you'd go over to your settings onto your actual Facebook page. And then on the left-hand side, under the navigation, you're going to see cross-posting. Once you click on that, if you look over to the right, that's where you're going to have the opportunity to go ahead and type in the name of another page and link someone to it. When you do that, whenever you're giving someone else access to your live video broadcast, they could choose whether or not they want your live stream to go ahead and manually post so they could choose when they want to share it or it can automatically post. So you have so, to enable cross posting um, in general, right? And the lot, or is it just for live? It could be for regular videos or for live video as well. Perfect. And then, so if you manage another page and you have to go over to that other page and approve it, if you choose to do it that way, cause you don't want necessarily everything to go cross posting. Right. And then boom, it'll go, it'll, will it publish only when it goes live or will publish the moment it publishes? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the pre-scheduled, like five days before thing or whatever. It'll, it'll go live as soon as you go live. But it won't show and it won't show up at all on those other pages until you go live. Is that the idea? Correct. Yep. Interesting. Okay, good. All right. Let's imagine we're live. And now the question is, how do we get people to uh, comment and engage more when we're actually live? Yeah. So the best thing that you can do is you can cater to you can cater to your audience by actually welcoming your viewers. Listen, everyone loves the sound of their own name. So if I, as soon as I go live and I see Mike pop up, I'm gonna say, hey Mike, thanks so much for joining, or hey, nice to see you again. As soon as you welcome your viewers, they're gonna tune in a little bit longer because they notice, hey, I could actually go ahead and engage with Stephanie in real time. So definitely take some time to welcome your viewers. You don't have to spend so much time doing that, meaning don't spend the first two minutes saying hi to every single person because people that jump in, they're like, I just want to know why, what, how, and what if, what is this content about, right? So do you recommend for the playback, because um, typically when you go live, there's not always people there immediately. Do you recommend starting off with um, welcome today's show or whatever, we're going to talk about this, this, and this, and then greet people so that when people watch the playback, they'll know what the show's going yes. to be about? Okay. Yep. Yep. What else? So the other things that I do is I make sure to ask questions. So again, the easiest icebreaker that you can ask is ask people where they're tuning in from. I usually tell people I'm broadcasting live from San Diego. Let me know where you're tuning in from. If, if someone says, hey, I'm tuning in from Guam, I'm like, wow, I've never had someone <laughs> tune in from Guam, right? This is awesome. Welcome to the show. Other things that I do is I ask my audience, hey, if you know anyone that's going to be really interested in this episode, do, do them a favor. Go ahead and tag them in the comments. Share this to your personal profile or to your groups because I want them to go ahead and engage and share with their friends as well. I love I this. Let's pause for a second. So <laughs> tagging your friends in comments is not something most people would think about during a live show. You know, they totally would think about that on a regular video or yeah. on a blog post, but not during a live show. I love that. That's awesome mm -hmm. that you would recommend that. Hey, if there's somebody listening right now and you think they would love it, tag them. As a matter of fact, you could tag a couple of them and hit return. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the yeah. sharing thing obviously is 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 smart too. Um, do you find that which I mean, obviously the share is the big ask, right? Because that could radically increase the likelihood that people will will see it. Um, do you find most people share over over tagging friends or is it both? I find that, that most people tend to share because it's just a one-click button, especially if, on, if you're on a mobile device. Facebook makes it so easy for you, Mike. They're just like, share this with your friends. Boom. You hit share, and it goes out to that larger audience. Anything else about like 
um, encouraging people to share? Because how can we say that in a way that doesn't sound too selfish? I don't know. (laughs) Well, my good friend Owen Hemsath from Owen Video, he does this really cool thing. Um, He has what's called a share sponsor. So he says, okay, you guys, if you want to have um, a big shout out on the show, what I'm asking you to do right now is to go ahead and share this on your personal pages. And next week, we'll go ahead and randomly choose someone that shared the post and give them like a 10 second spot at the beginning of our next episode. At that point, people are realizing, oh my goodness, this is free publicity. This is an easy ask. I just have to push this button and boom, I'm entered to get this free publicity next week. And then how does he open the next show? The next show, it's usually just, um, here's a shout out to our share sponsor, their name and what it is that they do. Thank you for sharing. If you guys want to go ahead and take advantage of this next time, go ahead and hit the share button now. Interesting. So he's asking them to share it specifically to the personal profile, um, I would imagine, or mm-hmm. does it really matter if they share it to a group or whatever, or does he just say share it in general? Just share in general. Got it. Any thoughts on sharing into groups? Is that considered a no-no? Is that okay? What are your thoughts on that? I think it really depends on which groups you're a part of, right? So if if you're a part of, let's say, the social media strategist group, which is the Facebook group that I manage, um, if it's related to social media, that's awesome because it's going to give value to the rest of the group. However, if you're a part of a group where it's owned by someone else and they have strict rules about promotion, then I would definitely adhere to those rules. That way you don't get kicked out. Awesome. So, so far we've talked about, um, asking people where they're from, asking people to tag their friends, asking people to share. We talked about this Owen Hemsath, um, share sponsor thing. What else can we do to get more engagement? Well, you might've heard of this, but Facebook just released uh, the Facebook watch parties into groups. Now it's now available to everyone. If you own a group and you have a lot of people in there, it might be a good idea for you to go ahead and create a watch party for your Facebook live stream. So that way people can go ahead and just kind of binge watch off of your content if they're not familiar with your Facebook page. For people that have not experienced a watch party, what what does that look like? A watch party is like a, it's like a playlist that happens in the group. You see a post that says, okay, we're going to have a watch party on XYZ subject. They go ahead and they click play. Everyone can go ahead and watch it whenever they want. So it's kind of on demand at that point. But everyone's comments related to that specific video will show up in the group. Mm, interesting. Very cool. Um, what's your thoughts about bringing comments on the screen? I love the idea of bringing comments on the screen, right? Um, we, we talked about earlier how everyone loves the sound of their own name. People also love seeing that if they're engaging with you, that they're getting public recognition for the fact that they're engaging with you. So if you could show their comments on the screen through tools like, let's say, BeLive or even Ecamm, uh, people are going to be super excited to engage with you. Are we only asking for this engagement at the beginning of the video? Should there be strategic times throughout the video where we would also ask for engagement questions? Or oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how else to say that. Yeah, absolutely. And so here's the thing: is that sometimes when you go live, um, you'll have people that start off at the very beginning, right? And so you do your why, what, how, and what if. This is what the show is going to be about. As soon as you hit the ten minute wait, mark, wait, wait, wait. Why? why? Say that again. Why? What was the rest of it? Oh, it's why, what, how, and what if. Walk, and us, so through the, the, walk us through that real quick. 
Sure. So the way I usually run a show is, hey, everyone, today we're going to talk to you about Facebook Live and why it's important for your business, what it can do for you. Today, I'm going to show you how to bring comments onto the show. And if you don't have time right now to go ahead and tune in, that's okay. Leave the comment, subscribe, and I'll notify you when the replay is done. Fascinating. <laughs> okay, good. So you went through that so fast, I wanted to pause there. So keep going. So so after you, you were saying after you get through that process, you were going to get to somehow how you could get comments in the middle of the show. Or in the middle of it. Yeah. So as soon as I hit like, let's say the 10 to 15 minute mark, I know at that point, some people have probably already jumped in or maybe Facebook's algorithm has started building that custom audience for me. And so I'll just go back and I'll, I'll do my why, what, how, and what if formula all over again. It as you saw, it only takes me like 10 seconds. I'll just say like, hey, Mike, and for everyone else that's just tuning in right now, this episode is about Facebook Live and why you want to go ahead and jump into it now and yada, yada, yada. As soon as I'm done with that, we go back into the content. And I could even just say, if you don't have time right now, leave the comment, subscribe. Or if you know someone that's super interested in this content, go ahead and tag them now. And I'll do that, you know, the middle, during, and at the very end. Um. That's awesome. I'm also thinking about ways of getting more longer comments um, because obviously those are shorter comments, right? When you're just putting a word subscribe or you're just tagging sure. someone. What if you wanted um, longer, more quote unquote meaningful comments? Because I know Mark Zuckerberg said, you know, or actually Adam Masari said that the longer comments are actually more valuable. Um, and if there was something we could do throughout the show to kind of get those longer comments coming, obviously one thing that comes to my mind is what do you think about what I've said so far? Right. Yeah. Um, because that is not a yes or no question, right? That's not a, that's a, that's an actual, someone's putting their opinion in there. Are there any other things that you might recommend? Yeah. Well, so usually I have a guest on the show and I remind the viewers, I'm saying, you know what, you guys, this is probably the best time for you to get some one-on-one -on -one advice from Mike Stelzer right now. So if you have a question, drop in your question right now, because then at least I could ask him and you could get a real-time answer versus, you know, trying to meet him up at the next social media marketing world conference, right? Uh, that's so at good. that point, that's good. Yes. Or, you, or if you're doing it yourself, you could, you could say the same thing, right? Like, hey, I want to answer your questions. I'm going to keep talking, but I'm going to see them. So go ahead and type them in, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And then, of course, you could bring some of those questions up live on the screen if you wanted to, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, if you're using a third-party tool, again, like let's say BeLive or Ecamm, you could actually share your screen. So sometimes I'll flip the screen and I'll actually have the live comments showing. I'm like, okay, you guys, ask your questions. And then the guest and I will go ahead and answer them right then and there. Awesome. All right. Anything else before we get into what to do after the Facebook Live that you want to mention that we didn't get a chance to mention yet? Uh, you know, that's, that's good for now. I'm sure like, okay. So, so, let, <laughs> so the Facebook live is now done, right? Mm -hmm. What can we do after the live video is done to maybe encourage, I don't know, ongoing comments okay, and engagement. Conversations. Yeah. Yeah. So usually, usually viewers of lights, camera live, they, they tend to leave more than one comment, right? So let's say the first comment is saying, I'm tuning in from San Diego. Hey, um, the second question is, uh, let's say the second comment is, oh, I didn't know that. And then the third one is, tell me more about X, Y, and Z. The third question where it says, tell me more about X, Y, and Z, I'll actually go ahead and answer that as soon as the broadcast ends, because I know that they're still engaged and I want to go ahead and nurture that relationship. The next day, 
I'll go back into the comments. And for anyone that leaves a comment and saying, hey, um, I'm watching the replay, hashtag replay, I'll go back and I'll say, hey, Mike, thanks so much for watching the replay. It's so good to have you here. Or, hey, Mike, thanks for watching again. What did you think about the last episode? I try to leave open-ended comments for people to keep engaging with me because the more that they leave a comment, they like, they share and whatnot, the better that live stream is going to go ahead and pop back into the newsfeed. And um, I would imagine, so what I'm hearing you say is you are selectively going back and responding to individual comments strategically, but you're also leaving broader open-ended comments on the post. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, at that point, I mean, if they've watched the whole entire episode or even snippets of it, um, that's my opportunity to say, is there anything else that you want to learn? And, you know, what should my next next topic be about? And so the more fodder I can get from them, the more, you know, content ideas, that's going to help me create more content for them that they're going to be interested in. And I will tell you that this is what's fascinating. A lot of people don't know this, but you can go back to an old post and you can comment on it. Yes. And it will bring it back to life. It's pretty shocking. I've had it happen from posts that are even years old. Like I had a, I had a post uh, back in January when the whole Facebook apocalypse thing was going on that went viral. And I don't mm -hmm. know, maybe almost 600,000 views on that post. And I went back weeks later and posted some more information on there and probably ended up getting another 100 comments just on that one thing that I added to that post. Are you finding that's the case also? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, like one of my most successful Facebook live interviews was with my girlfriend, Jen Herman. You know, she does Instagram marketing and the Instagram algorithm is always changing or myths are always being debunked. I could always go back to the older Facebook lives and say, if you guys were interested in this video, here's the next episode that's coming up. I could do that under the Facebook live or I could do that in the Facebook event, right? Oh, I love you, that. I love that. Yeah. So, so you're actually cross-promoting the next event on the old live event. Is that what I'm yeah. hearing you say? Yeah, absolutely. Because at that point, they're like, oh my goodness, if I missed this episode, hey, Stephanie's going to save the day and there's another new episode that I can tune in. So again, I'm just nurturing this relationship through all the organic ways that Facebook is giving me. It's just that people haven't hacked it that way. Now, some people are listening right now and they're saying, that's a lot of work, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> How do you manage it all? You know, I, I use Asana and I have um, a little checklist that my team goes through. But to be very honest with you, Mike, I only go live about twice a month. Got it. And that might sound crazy to some people. Like you go, you know, social media examiner goes live pretty often. Right. But for my business, I only need to go live twice a month because I know that the content I'm delivering is spot on. And every time I'm done going live, Mike, I will always have a new client referred to me. Mm, very fascinating. Well, um, first of all, thank you so much for you know, delivering unbelievable value. There's so many original ideas that I got from this interview that I'd never heard of before. And I know a lot of people listening right now are going to be like taking notes. So um, if people want to check out your show, Lights Camera Live, or they want to check out you in general, where would you send them? You know what? Head on over to lightscameralive.com because that's where I'm going to be dropping all the latest and the greatest about Facebook Live. You'll get freebies and whatnot. And, you know, there's also a link to the Facebook group, The Social Media Strategist. So if you have any questions about live streaming, like I will be there live streaming to the group and you can interact with me in real time. And if you want to Google search, it's Stephanie Liu, spelled L-I-U, because I know everybody would spell it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Stephanie, so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Well, I hope you found a lot of value in today's interview. If there was anything that you heard, but you didn't get to take the notes, we take it for you. Socialmediaexaminer.com slash 320. This brings us to the end of another episode of the Social Media Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stelzner. I'll be back with you next week. I hope you make the absolute best out of your day. And may social media continue to change your world. The Social Media Marketing Podcast is a production of Social Media Examiner. If you're like so many fellow marketers and creators and entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering, how do I put AI to work? Well, be sure to listen to the AI Explored Podcast, a new show from Social Media Examiner, hosted by yours truly, Michael Stelzner. Again, check out the AI Explored Podcast.